This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Look right down any crowded hall. You'll see there's a beauty standing. Is she really everywhere or a reflection? One always calls out to you. The other's shy and quiet. Could there be two different girls who look the same at Sweet Valley, Sweet Valley High? Sweet Valley, Sweet Valley High? Welcome to Pi Beta Alpha, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of the Sweet Valley High TV show, episode by episode. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, we are saying goodbye to season two. And as we feared, it's a clip show. <laughs> yes, yeah. a look back in anecdotes. Uh, I, mm. don't, I don't know how we didn't uh, pick that up from the very obvious clue in the title. <laughs> yes, I mean, it's blatantly obvious now we've seen it. but It's so, uh, so clear that this is what was happening. So yes, a look back in, uh, what was it I'd said earlier? A look back in... <laughs> Production savings measures or something. <laughs> very, very clearly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure even on Wikipedia, it's like written by unknown because yeah. <laughs> there was no one needed to write this. <laughs> I mean, the twins could seriously have just improvised all their dialogue and they could have, you know, done the work around them. They'd have been well able and I wouldn't have been surprised if that's just what happened. <laughs> well, this is the blurb. Set in the future, I mean, that makes it sound more exciting than it is, mm. but mm. talk show host Jessica and journalist Elizabeth return to Sweet Valley to sell their house, which leads to reminiscing about their time in Sweet Valley. I mean, uh, that might be the most accurate one yet, but yes. and I think it is because, because so little happens, there's nothing to get wrong. Like, <laughs> I mean, how could you? <laughs> Like that's literally the prep, all the <laughs> central narrative, which I guess I mean if and I can even call it that. Narrative feels generous, to be honest. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the gist, anyway. <laughs> well, we begin, I guess, outside the Casadel Wakefield. <laughs> there's a sign there, <gasps> Sweet Valley Realty. Yes, it's their newest listing, big for sale sign. I do like that. There's a little kind of extra sign sort of tacked yeah. on on the corner that says pool. <laughs> I mean, the the closest we will ever get to seeing the Wakefield <laughs> pool, or <laughs> indeed <laughs> any swimming pool, as we might recall. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liz is on the phone, but uh, this is the Liz we know and tolerate. She's 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 all grown up. This is it. I love that it's like Liz is a grown up means glasses and updo <laughs> and ugly suit. Like, oh. These are the markings of a lady journalist. Because <laughs> yes, that is what uh, lady journalists wear. <laughs> I'm sure it's what you are in your lady journalist days. <laughs> Well, when I started as a journalist in 1998, I can tell you I was never seen without my beige, um, <laughs> beige pantsuit and up oh. to now. <laughs> and her special grown up voice, which is hilarious. 
Chris, you sort of like, oh, hello, on the phone. And it's like, a, it's, it's so obviously trying to sound like oh, a grown-up because she's, she's on the phone to somebody and she's like, every time I'm in this house, I feel like I'm 16 again. <laughs> I'm so totally grown up, you guys. I'm not just wearing my mother's pantsuit. How dare you? <laughs> I mean, someone's got to wear it because those parents are... They let my still... like, who even knows? <laughs> Oh, actually, this is one of the only episodes in which we do know where they are. Mm, that is true. We are given a location. So maybe mm. Alice didn't actually run off with the mailman as previously yes. indicated. <laughs> or if she did, she came back. Yeah. Well, Liz reassures uh, her colleague that she'll still be able to cover the environmental conference as soon as she and her sister wrap up the house sale. And speaking of her sister... Who should uh, who should just drush in? <laughs> well, it's grown up Jessica. <laughs> in this case, her, her grown upness is uh, demonstrated by wearing kind of a silky jacket kind of oh, ensemble. It's, it's awful. <laughs> it's it's like that, like the giant mobile phone and like very heavy eye makeup are basically the this is adult Jessica <laughs> kind of signifiers. She, she also has an up to. Which, she does, uh, yeah. Well, she loves an updo. We know that about her. <laughs> and strange curls. Mm, she's a fan of the strange curls, kind of, yes, pinned up here and there. But yes, mm. she's she's also a very serious businesswoman here. <laughs> well, yes, she's on the phone to, I guess, uh, her uh, producer mm. saying that the guest on her talk show can talk about ev- anything from fashion to fashion tips. So yes. you can see she's uh, covering the a wide range of topics. That's it. I mean, doesn't sound like she's much competition for Foxy Jones, but uh, she's no. carved her own little niche in the talk show market. <laughs> she sure has. And despite the fact she is literally walking into the house uh, and in in Liz's eye sight, in like her, hmm. her in within her field of vision, Liz inexplicably rings her. And Jessica is like, oh, sorry, I've got to take this call. <laughs> well, in fairness, I think that was the only way she could actually get her attention because like Jessica was just chattering away on the phone and Liz kept kind of going, Jessica, 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 and just getting nothing. So obviously the only way to get through to her was to actually just ring her to be on the other line to get her attention. Um, And uh, yes, they uh, lament the fact they never see each other these days. Um, And it took uh, taking the family house to get them together because they're so busy. We're also told Liz has won a Pulitzer. (laughs) Yes, this is delivered uh, by Jessica calling her Miss Pulitzer Prize winner. <laughs> and my notes just say, lol. <laughs> Mine say, yeah, right. <laughs> Not convinced. <laughs> I'm sorry, the eyes and ears of this world are not going to win you a Pulitzer, Liz. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it turns out Ned and Alice, I was initially thinking, oh, fuck, have they killed them off? But, uh, but no. <laughs> Margo! <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be a plot twist I could get behind. Uh, no, they are happily retired in a place called Palm Desert. I know. I really thought they were going to say Palm Springs there. Yeah. I was like, good for you, Ned. And I was like, Palm Desert. I was like, oh God, that sounds bleak, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Doesn't> it? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, they were so eager to get there that they uh, didn't stick around to sell their own house. So um, <laughs> it's up to the twins. And we cut to, I guess it's a bit later, and they're packing mm. stuff away in the kitchen. And uh, Liz wants to know, you know, what will we do with all this old stuff? And Jessica wants to ditch it because she says, it's just stuff and it's old. Um <laughs> And as they pack, Liz asked if uh, she she knew back in the day that Winston had feelings for her. And uh, unsurprisingly, she did know this. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, he wasn't ever anything like approaching subtle. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jessica's like, yeah, everybody knew. He Apparently he hired a skywriter and misspelled crush. So everybody at school would come up to Jessica asking her, did she know that Winston has a crush on you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we then get a montage. The first of many. First of many, many montages. I tell you, this is like payback for us ever lamenting the disappearance of the montage. Like, oh, you want montages, is it? Well, here you go, bitches. Shut up. <laughs> so yeah, that, uh, that showed us. <laughs> it sure did. But it's not like a musical montage. It's no. just uh, like Winston moments. Like, uh, it's, for example, we see Liz telling Jessica she should ask Winston to a dance because he's a good dancer. And Jessica says, oh, he could barely chew his food. I mean, we know for a fact he is a good dancer, but anyway. Hmm. Uh, and then it cuts to Winston spitting out his food. Uh, <laughs> and we do get one of his best lines. Oh, well, there's a lot of, yeah, him kind of falling over and bumping into things. Um, but there's, yeah, there's a good few kind of good lines. I can't remember which one exactly. He, he says, it's a, I, I had to just search my own notes for this phrase. <laughs> and I did find out that it was in the Dancing Fools episode. We see him groove out of the moon beach saying, wait till she sees the nimble knees and smooth shimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Egg Jangles, wasn't yes. it? <laughs> it of Mr. Egg Jangles. <laughs> Followed swiftly by him bumping into somebody carrying a tray of drinks, I think. <laughs> of course. Uh, and yes, we do see, as you say, um, a lot of him falling and fainting and uh, bashing into things, which just make me wonder about, like, oh, you know, there must be repeated concussions happening oh, there, Winston. Head injuries are off the fucking scale in this town. Like, those <laughs> poor boys are just passing out every second. Like, poor Manny has bonked his head on the ground. I don't know how many times. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, between them, they're just hitting the deck constantly. Um, but yeah, there was also actually a shot of Winston where he kind of falls into a swimming pool and it looks like it's a bit that was that we didn't see in the the oh. episode where he saves, you know, where Jessica saves him and he's yes. like, oh, you're a genie. So we like, we didn't see it just because of the clip that was uploaded. I think it was like, it came back slightly late from a, a TV break or something uh, because it kind of opened with the two of them in the pool and Jessica being mad at him because he was trying to save her or something. But it seems like, yeah, that was kind of like the bit that we missed where he actually falls into the pool. So that was like, oh, a new bit. I guess that's the only original part with the rest of the cast that we see in this episode. And it's original (laughs) only to us, I think. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. When you're when you're coming at it from a watching it on YouTube in yes. 2022 perspective. <laughs> but yeah, basically the whole montage, I was just like, my notes were just like, Winston remains handsome and charming. Like that's just basically all that's yeah. reinforced for me. It's meant to be like, oh, what a klutz. It's like, no, he is good looking as hell and extremely charismatic. So <laughs> I'm still on board at Winston. <laughs> oh, always. And we know you are too, Pavita. <laughs> Well, we cut back to the future where Jessica takes another call on her mobile and uh, she's uh, very annoyed because somebody has stolen one of her guests for her for another talk show. 
That's right. Yes. As she threatens down the phone line, she says, you're not going to get away with this, Lila. <gasps> <gasps> Who is now Countess Lila, <laughs> Fowler de Frank. Love this. A return to her aristocratic roots. Good for you, Lila. <laughs> Indeed. Um, yes, and Jessica's own show, I think it's called, because the sound wasn't great, Gabin About Gossip. I, see, I think that's it? Lila's show because she's complaining that's... that Gabin About Gossip beat her in the ratings last month. Oh, I thought she said was beaten oh. in the ratings last month. So she was talking about herself. Interesting. But I guess it could be either of them. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> either Well, one of the shows is called Gabin About Gossip. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liz can't believe that she and uh, um, Lila are still rivals after all these years. Uh, but Jessica's like, what, what do you mean? We were always you know, the best of friends. And then we got a Lila montage, which I have to say, as this is tragically the last time we will oh. see Bridget Flannery as Lila, I'm I'm genuinely disappointed we didn't get any new stuff, but we mm. do see some of her finest moments here. Oh, it really is like just that's it. It's a montage of Lila being amazing. Like that's kind yeah. of it. Kind of turns into then like Lila and Jess moments, and them kind of you know the various capers and whatever. But most of it is just like hilarious line deliveries from Bridget Flannery, like just being yeah. fucking brilliant. <laughs> like uh, yeah, because it does. I think Jess is like, oh, we did everything together, and yeah, then the montage kicks in, and it's like there's a great moment where Lila's like, if she wasn't my best friend, I'd hate her guts. <laughs> like just excellent yeah. one-liners from Lila, basically for most of that montage. And it's like, oh, I just love her so much. I know. I think. My my favourite was when she went, Pinche moi, Adonis at three o'clock. <laughs> and we get that amazing coupon pronunciation yes. scene where she was like, so Coupon, coupon. <laughs> there was also a throwback to fucking <gasps> Miss Kitty's crush for the criminally insane, whatever the fuck that was, <laughs> with Lila and Jess tied up and being terrorised by children. <laughs> Oh, Miss! I did double ex- exclamation marks in my notes after Miss Kitty's corner. I had That's what it was. was <laughs> yes, that was fucking weird, wasn't it? Jesus it, Christ! <laughs> One of the highlights of this second season, but also absolutely one hundred percent the weirdest moment in the entire show. Absolutely bamboozling! Like who? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> Who signed off on that? <laughs> like, it's just one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen on yes. telly. Yes, in in general, not just on this show. No, in general, like I've just watched Twin Peaks for the first time, and that was weirder <gasps> than Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I watched Twin Peaks when it came out as a fourteen-year-old, and I think this that scene was more the Miss Kitty's crazy <laughs> capers was genuinely felt weirder than seeing Twin Peaks as a teenager did like <laughs> it is and I can tell you that was very weird yes. but I think my, I'm sure there were some Five Beta Alpha sisters who were also a bit too young to be watching Twin Peaks when it came out and had <laughs> never seen anything like it but I have to say it makes uh, like Miss Kitty is sort of more a razor head territory. I think it's just it's just yeah, bonkers. <gasps> what what a wonderful thing to have uh, <laughs> to have to go back to. Should you decide? <laughs> well, Jessica in the modern day or whatever future says <laughs> we got ourselves into some crazy situations. We sure did in that case. 
<laughs> like worryingly so. Yeah. <laughs> then there is quite a great bit where Liz uh, tells her, this is again in the future, says, mm. oh, I dropped by to see Edith on my way over here. And Jessica just says, who? <laughs> it's like the genuine confusion on her face. Yeah. It's like, who are you talking about? I have no idea who this person is. Which, you know, reads very Jessica to be fair. True. <laughs> and then we get a delightful Edith montage. This is it. Like, yeah, I was like, I kind of had like a little one liner for each person's montage where it's like Winston, handsome and charming. It's like Enid's one. It's Enid being adorable and funny, like just (laughs) great little Enid moments that are just like, yes. Oh, I remember that joke. That was great. (laughs) Mine says, being like goes through a few of the things and then says, being generally cute. It's so cute. So cute. (laughs) She's just great. Um, We do also see the awful artist. I could not remember what his his name was. Oh, God, what a creep. The one who took Jessica to the uh, beach with all the ducks. Right, yes. (laughs) (laughs) The much maligned beach. Dakota Dancer. I just wrote up on Wikipedia. I did not come up with that at the top of my head. There's way too much other Sweet Valley nonsense to get through. But uh, yeah, there you go. Skin and Bones was that episode. Dakota Dancer. My God. Well, we got to see him. Actually, we got to see him again uh, in another montage. Um, But yes, Edith is delightful as ever. And when we cut back to the future, Jessica says, it's hard to think of Enid without thinking of Danny. And uh, Liz is like, you mean Manny? And then we get an absolutely, uh, I mean, truly some of the best blasts from the past in Manny's montage. I'm so, I was so glad actually. Manny's montage was actually really good <laughs> considering <laughs> they don't always give him an awful lot to do per episode. But like, it, like it opens <laughs> with him <laughs> iconically draped across the piano in The Shady Lady from that oh my God. crazy platinum blonde episode <laughs> where they basically did a whole a Bond movie in 20 minutes. Like, unbelievable. <laughs> it is sparkly trues. Oh my God, the most sparkly red trousers you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Amazing. But like, and like, it's such a strong start. And then it's like, what could they possibly follow this up with? Oh. Why him dancing up to Enid in a Saturday Night Fever suit, of course. <laughs> Which I have to say is just as good, if not better, as I remembered it. So good. Like, again, this is just, yeah, it does turn into then just a montage of Manny and Enid being really cute and hilarious. And I was just so glad to see that dance sequence again. Oh. It was so weird and out of nowhere, but just so fucking delightful. And it goes on for quite a while. Like, what was I remembered? Yeah. <laughs> and at the end, he just goes, Pacific Freestyle, two weeks. And then Enid says the iconic line. Your bell bottoms are mine. And they dance so far with her. So good. Oh my God. <laughs> Absolute. Uh, that was a delight to see again, I have to say. It was. Like I'd forgotten how much fun that whole episode was. Like it was so good. Well, uh, we cut to modern Jess saying she, he was like a lovesick puppy. And Liz says Enid was always his dream girl. And then we see all that the, the times that he kept like fainting and hallucinating. She was like Bo Derek and Ted. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, yeah, the, the the hot one from Gilligan's Island. I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know the references. Yeah. <laughs> and that time he turned up in full sort of golfer garb. Yeah. <laughs> fucking bagger fans with all his golf <laughs> clubs and yeah just tips over with the weight of them <laughs> poor Manny then we get genuinely very funny moment 
uh, when we see Jessica looking at Liz's wedding photo because, of course, she's married Todd. And oh uh, she's like, look, she says, look, I'm happy you and Todd are together, but I don't know what you see in them. And Liz is like, what do you mean? Todd is the sweetest guy on earth. And Jessica makes a hilariously skeptical face. Then we get a properly hilarious montage. Oh my god! Like I just love that. I, I love that they chose this to do as the montage for yeah. Todd because they're obviously they realize like he's not an ideal character. But for her to be like he's so sweet, it immediately then cuts to the Todd montage, which is all the times he said, "I'm going to kill that guy." And it even starts with a "I'm going to k- 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 kill that guy." Like, it's a fucking it. remix. It's a whole. <laughs> thing but it's like anytime he said that they've just stitched it all together and it actually ends with Liz saying I'm gonna kill that guy and it's so fucking good it's brilliant it's properly funny it is and future Liz acknowledges you know we did have our ups and downs and we see a montage of their stupid conflicts <laughs> including a reference to one of our favourite forgotten characters because uh, Liz says no, maybe I want to dance with Koichi. Oh my God, uh, a stab through the heart, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, justice for Koichi, my God. <sighs> I'm sorry we didn't get to actually see him in any of these montages. Not properly, yeah. No. He, he does make a fleeting appearance later, but like... Oh, does he? I never, didn't even see him. Oh yeah, but it's it's never enough. <laughs> no. Um, and uh, we get a reminder of how charmless Todd was in that episode because we cut to them on stage later with him saying I'm not enjoying this you know I'm oh. doing it for you then fuck I mean- off and let Quincy finish the number with her <laughs> <laughs> we also get amid sort of various you know uh, conflicts and re- reunions hmm. we get a bit of Miss Lizzie like <laughs> Tonston Tonston you're as yellow as the rubber ducky you got hidden under them bubbles and I'm sorry what is this doing in their memories I know I was so surprised that this was here because it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever for that to be there because that's not Liz and Todd that's Miss Lizzie and Todston who are like the Sweet Valley ancestors <laughs> but clearly they were like oh shit you know what we just need more Liz and Todd stuff so let's throw this bit in and I really didn't expect to see any of our like Wild West episode shenanigans in this one at all but I was glad that they turned up because that was very funny it was Uh, we also get um, I mean literally the opposite of Koichi who is sadly missed Uh, we see a a shot of Nicholas with Todd having a tantrum at him (laughs) (laughs) fucking Nicholas and his terrible hair oh Oh, my god he is not missed (laughs) I think I blocked him out of my memory I know (laughs) it's kind of like Jesus Nicholas totally forgot that Nicholas Morrow had turned up in this show (laughs) memory hold them for safety <laughs> um, and amid all the sort of fights and reconciliations we then get a montage <sighs> a full montage like, within a montage it's montages like, all the way down you, you'd think we'd enjoy a bit of montage-ception but like <laughs> It just went on for too long. Like, it was too much. And I was done by the time it was finished. I was like, please, let's move it along. It's just Todd and Liz frolicking yeah. at the beach or beach, at the yeah. marina. Um, <laughs> oh, the marina. Poor old James. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. <I>. James. <laughs> It actually goes on for so long. I was like, was this, was all of this actually in an episode? Because I 
just like a team. I know. I wasn't sure if it's like a, yeah, maybe it's a Liz and Todd montage that was directly lifted from another episode yeah. and dropped in the middle of the other montage yeah. you're in the fucking middle of it's yeah it's god it is just montages all the way down you're mm. all right <laughs> well we cut back to the future and uh jessica reminds liz of her uh but she picks up a, a glittering garment and reminds liz that this is her uh genie costume from the mm. ghost of lawrence manson episode Still one of my top episodes of this like whole thing. I just, oh my God, I was so happy even to see that clip of Jessica in that outfit just like screaming like the most amazing scream queen you've ever seen in a high school corridor, just tearing it up like she was so good in that episode. And then one of the girls, there was never a dull moment in Sweet Valley. And uh, we uh, we see a brief glimpse of one Bruce one. Yes, I wrote that down as well. I was like, one Bruce one dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, see, we see one Bruce one grooving. Yeah, we do. That's it. It's like, yeah, it kind of then turns to like a, a bunch of clips of like the gang all together and like yeah. the girls being hilarious. And yeah, as you say, one Bruce one, so glad to see him. But obviously they couldn't do a Bruce montage or like a oh you know when Bruce did such and such a thing because obviously it'd be a different fucking person. torpedoed his character in this series anyway and then yeah they'd have to just do a whole, and yeah that he should have done a whole montage of Brock mm. Burnett Bruce but there you go by the way we do see a lot of Patty in this mm. montage uh, poor yeah. old Patty she's gone Patty. I guess they have a one out one in policy on black actresses which is pretty fucking grim hell. yeah it sure yeah, seems yeah. that way Jesus but yeah she, she pops up a few times and I was like oh yeah my notes yeah. Just, do just say Patty yeah. I was just glad to see her <laughs> we also do see that uh, a bit where she and uh, Lila and oh, was it her or was it Lila Enid and somebody else um, where they do where they're in the old timey saloon and they go Bubba oh, yes. Bubba Bubba <laughs> <laughs> That might have been Cheryl, actually. I feel like that was this season. Yeah, because that was that the, the Wild season? West episode. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, uh, yeah, they, they they really have a um, a sort of a, 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 an interesting approach to the, 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 the flash, the historical era, which mm. now seems to be part of their own part, lives. <laughs> part of, exactly. It's like they just were doing a pantomime later in all those exact costumes or something. Yeah. Yes, uh, basically. Yeah, but they do kind of have, yeah, just a bunch of clips of like little kind of funny ensemble joke moments with kind of with three girls, three three interchangeable characters, I guess, because it, it usually is the three girls, but like usually Enid is in the mix there. But there's yeah. also a bit where they kind of are leaning back one after the other <gasps> at the counter oh, in the dairy yes. burger going, oh my God. And it's just really satisfying, like, because they do pull off those little bits really well. They do. Um, and uh, yeah, we uh, we also see Jessica being carried off to the pool mm-hmm. in the very first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and we come back to the twins laughing over old times and uh, remembering that pool incident. And Jessica reminds Liz, this is very nicely delivered because she says, you know, I was wearing your top, but it's shrunk into a half shirt and uh, Liz goes you still wore it and Jessica goes I still wear it. Yes, that was very nicely done. It really was, yeah. And even the kind of, yeah, the way they move around in that scene as well, because Jess is kind of popping up behind her as she says that. And it's just like, good job, you guys. They are just, like, when they are having, like, playful, bantery moments, like, it is really lovely. They do, I mean, unsurprisingly, they have great chemistry together. They give it something good. (laughs) 
Well, the phone rings and the sad guitar plays. <gasps> I know we even get the emotional upheaval jingle uh, because the real estate agent is calling to confirm that they'll be there tomorrow with whatever paperwork. And it's funny because like, yeah, when the kind of emotional music kicks in, it's like they're framing this as like a twist or some dramatic development. And it's like, this is why you're here. This is not news. Yes. <laughs> also, do you know what? Somebody who has been on the like trying to buy a house I'm just thinking of whatever poor, I mean, if they're signing papers, I presume they'd say agreed. Like somebody's going to buy this house and they think they bought (laughs) split level scratch house. And now it's like, oh, sorry, they've changed it back to the last minute. We got too nostalgic and now you can't have this house you've been saving for all these years. (laughs) Well, um, the twins look serious. Mm. And we uh, we cut uh, to the half-packed up sitting room of the casa where Jessica asks Liz to pose as her for 15 minutes and says, uh, I'll explain why later. I mean, I'm not sure how this works when nobody can see them. But anyway. <laughs> it's like a phone call. I just, I don't know what this was. Like, it's basically just uh, a way for them to intro a twin montage, basically. <laughs> yes. Because Liz says, what are you up to? And Jessica gets her game face on. Oh, we hear the scheme theme. Oh, yes, absolutely. And yeah, I think it, it is kind of, yeah, it's more of a Jessica scheming montage, actually, yeah. I suppose. Uh, but like one of the first things they show is good old Frankly Speaking. <laughs> I know his name. I know Do say. Scheme montage, including good old frankly speaking. <laughs> That's right, the big bucket of ice water right on his dick. <laughs> Indeed. In so many words. We also get, I mean, uh, we have to, I'm surprised they didn't get their own mod, mini montage, but uh, there's one of our, we always love appreciating the extras in, mm. uh, in Sweet Valley High <laughs> and we do get that moment where Jessica was trying to be discreet going into the library because the shame of entering the, the such a nerdish place and the librarian going Jessica Wakefield and all the nerds looking hilariously shocked <laughs> oh my god Jessica Wakefield <laughs> <laughs> they're making the most of every second they have on screen um, <laughs> we also get that amazing bit where Jessica was on the the hilarious news show begging for forgiveness from the public. Oh my God. Yes, that was so overwrought. It was amazing. Uh, I also really appreciated that we got a throwback to like kind of early season one when she comes out, she like screws Lila out of a part in like a tomato soup ad and then has yes. to dance around in, it, in a big tomato soup <laughs> in the kitchen. I've totally forgotten that she had a whole little sequence in that kind of kitchen set and that was great. <laughs> Uh, we also see Loco Jesse again, oh, confusing yeah. the timelines. <laughs> Not actually Jessica, but okay. <laughs> and Platinum Blonde. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, this was like the book that, or the story that Liz was writing, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the, kind that's of, what yeah. it was. Yeah, she was going to write like a, a sort of um, action heroine. Mm, yeah. Um, and then finally we see a sort of a repeat, almost like the... Kill that guy. We get a kind of a a quick cut of various moments where she screams in horror uh, over getting her comeuppance. That's true. Yeah, it does start out quite nicely though, because it's like my jeep, and then cuts to her going my dress. Yeah. And I kind of hoped they had a third one, but yeah, it, it does just cut to her screaming. But one of the <gasps> shots oh. of her screaming is her in the hot air balloon with Winston and Koichi. Oh, that's when he pe- appeared. Oh, he did pop up there and it still makes no sense to me why Jessica would be screaming being trapped with those two lads because 
that'd be fine by me. I mean, I'd be happy to go off on a hot air balloon with those two. See, I wouldn't be happy about the hot air balloon, but I'd get over Mm. it because of the company. (laughs) I'm sure you could just sit on the bottom of the basket and find something to amuse yourself. You wouldn't have to look down. I got a distraction in the <laughs> Well, we come back to the future where Jessica can't believe she ever wore platform shoes. And then she's delighted to find some ravishing ruby lipstick because apparently it's been discontinued. And uh, Liz has found uh, all her love letters from Todd. And Jessica speaks for all of us when she says, Ew! And then we get another montage. Now, I have to say, the way this was set up, I was so worried we were going to get another big sappy Liz and Todd montage. Oh. But amazingly, because Jessica saved the day by going, ew, in reaction, it then cuts to a montage of Jessica going, ew. And it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> including as platinum blonde and including the time she had to hold a pug. Yeah. Oh, he was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jessica says that Todd isn't the or sorry, Liz isn't the only one with fan mail because she's found a giant box of her own love letters. And then we see her just kiss various random people, most of whom I've forgotten. Well, yeah, it starts off that way, but then it also just turns into like a regular kissing montage because it's kind yes. of anyone who got the shift basically gets thrown into this <laughs> montage. Yes. But it also shows us Lila and Winston kissing that time again in the yes. Halloween episode when they were trapped oh. in the press. And that was great. <laughs> a highlight. Oh, so good. We cut back to the future and Liz can't find her old diary, which somehow she has just left in the house for all these years. Look, uh, classic Liz at this stage. Like, that could never put her hand on her diary. <laughs> True. <laughs> and uh, there is a great moment where Jessica's like, it's under your mattress. And then does, does a sort of like, oh shit. And then goes, I think. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> And Liz finds it and we see a cute picture of what are clearly the Daniels twins Mm. when they were kids. Yeah, it is very cute. And then we cut to a very random montage of the twins just, I guess, being different or sometimes having fights. I kind of wrote it down as twin banter montage because it starts off really wholesome and then it gets to the point where it's like post-coma Liz throwing Jessica into the path of an oncoming car. Like, whoa, that took a bit of a turn. Um, yes, and we also did get uh, uh, a little shot of another excellent uh, deli- line delivery from uh, Brit- uh, Cynthia Daniel, where she's uh, when she's telling Liz that uh, I wouldn't do anything like th- I wouldn't do anything like this, but not you. Okay, maybe I did do it to you, but I didn't enjoy it that much. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what episode that was, but I do remember that being very funny. And yes, yes that was great work by Brittany. She's gas. So yes, uh, it's, it's, the montage ends with a mm. touching bonding moment between the twins. And we cut back to the future where Liz says how much you'll miss the Casa del Wakefield and how it would make a great summer house. <gasps> Uh-huh. Yeah. So Jessica kind of thinks is like, well, should we buy it from mom and dad? You know, we always have so much fun together. So they might be formulating a new plan, it looks like. <sighs> yes, and their fun is even more special when they do it in Sweet Valley. 
And Jessica says, suddenly I feel a whole lot better because Sweet Valley wouldn't be the same without us. And she takes down the sign and Liz whips up the contract. <laughs> yeah, good luck to whoever was going to buy this house because <laughs> it is off the table. <laughs> They're like, but we've given up our lease. <laughs> oh God, we have nowhere to live now. <laughs> we've paid a deposit. <laughs> Well, they say great minds think alike and they hug and we see one final montage of twin hugs Mm. and then we cut to the present day, i.e. 1996. (laughs) Yeah, so this kind of harp music, you know, that kind of dreamy harp music that is sometimes applied to show us that someone's been dreaming. Yes, uh, they each wake up in their respective beds and Liz is like, Jess, and Jess is like, Liz, and they (laughs) run to each other and Liz says she had the weirdest dream and uh, so did Jessica. Yes, but for Jessica, she says it was a nightmare. They stopped making ravishing ruby lipstick. (laughs) I mean, we've all felt the pain of something we love being discontinued, so actually I'm kind of with her. Yeah, fair. Um, So Liz asks Jessica to promise that they'll always make time for each other, no matter how busy they are, because she doesn't want them to drift apart. And Jessica says, we won't. And they hug and look quite wistful. I don't think they even looked that sort of joyous or happy or anything. It's more kind of bittersweet. A little bit, yeah. Kind of weird ending, because that is the freeze frame at the end. And that was the end of season two. What a weird episode. Like, I know loads of shows, like, it is a 90s staple for yeah. there to be a clip show thrown in there somewhere, but, like, it had such a weird tone. It felt like they didn't know if that it was going to be a season three and that this yeah. could potentially wrap things up, kind of, but then also leave it open because it's not actually determined because it was all a dream, but, like, it feels like a series ender, doesn't it? It actually ge- really does. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I would love to know if they thought that it wasn't coming back after after two seasons. Because, um, yeah, after all the sort of build with the Sam, like the Sam episode would have even felt like the end of a series when you know mm. it's coming back in a few months. Yeah, but. Definitely. Yeah, this it was an odd one, but uh, I mean, more enjoyable than I thought it would be when I realised it was a clip show. Well, that's true. Yeah, because you hear clip show and it's like, oh, fuck this. And like, in fairness, this episode we are now recording has kind of been a clip show because it's just us talking about bits from older episodes. <gasps> this is true. This is like a <laughs> montage within a montage. <laughs> They've tricked us into doing our own <laughs> clip show, the crafty bastards. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, to Alpha Sisters, what did you think? Did you uh, share our disappointment when you realised we were not going to get any new re- proper like storylines mm. or indeed most of the cast in this episode? Because, um, of course, after this, it's no more Lila and Todd as we know them. That's true. And I think and Bruce is pretty much on his way out. I don't know if he's even in the start of the next series. Based on the Wikipedia descriptions, which, <laughs> which we know are completely reliable, <laughs> <laughs> and we know them to be absolutely true at all times. <laughs> well, it says that the first episode is set in Mexico. Well, oh. tastelessly, it's called Much Ado About Nachos. And um, uh, the next episode uh, says Bruce joins the uh, army and his cousin arrives in Sweet Valley. It's the arrival of Shred. Shred. So then is he not in Mexico in that episode, I wonder? He might not be, because to be fair, he was hardly in this whole series. Like, I don't know, was he in 
three or four episodes out of like loads. Yes. They really didn't give Bruce much to do. I mean, to be honest, the Western episode was the most he got to do because he was too Bruce Tuno. Oh, that's <laughs> so he was, and actually, he was cut in that one. Was it? Vogue, let your body move to the music. That's it. Like, if they did actually give him a chance, like he might have, he might have done something good with the character. They just, they really just didn't. They didn't give him a chance, or a fighting chance at least. I feel like, yes, um, the writers of the show because they really recast a character for nothing. Like they just, they've, they've all but written him out. Like. Yes. So God love him. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not as particularly sad to see him go as I am in seeing the end of Bridget Flannery as Lila. Hmm. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't have minded if he'd stayed on. No, I would have been fine with that. I think I kind of did warm to him as the series moved on because at first it was just like, who the fuck is this intern? Yeah. He's not Bruce. <laughs> um, but like, you know, it's not his fault. Indeed. So, yeah, and again, like they didn't really give him give him a whole lot of a chance to uh, to endear himself properly, I feel like. But they also just kind of, yeah, they kind of split group Bruce kind of from the core group of the gang like he well i guess he had a full-time job now. Well, there you go. <laughs> he was busy running the fucking dairy burger a high school age student <laughs> so we'll see um after christmas will he you know come back for a mm. a final hurrah um but uh yeah it's definitely the end of of our beloved bridget flannery as lila so oh. thank you bridget for oh. entertaining us so much over the last Twenty forty four episodes. Forty four episodes. I mean, that's pretty good going. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pour one out for redhead Lila. <gasps> oh, well, I mean, we didn't know we needed a red haired Lila because, of course, our iconic flat face queen in books <laughs> is known for brown locks. But uh, <laughs> there's a special place in our heart now for this ginger princess. Definitely. <laughs> So, Pi Beta Alpha Sisters, do let us know what you thought of this season finale. Uh, are, were, were you pleased to see a very brief return of Koichi? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> were you pleased to see that apparently Loco Jesse and Miss Lizzie are part of the Wakefield's memories now? In the slightly- <laughs> worrying mix up at the time space time continuum <laughs> or did they get some kind of like past life hypnosis Ooh. regression therapy or something <laughs> there are questions to be answered here now that would make sense i mean mm. it's the sort of thing that would uh that would happen in tv world <laughs> sweet valley but uh yes you know where to find us we are on twitter at svh podcast you can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Instagram at svhpodcast, where Katie Longstreth made a very good point when she said, how responsible could Elizabeth possibly be if she's planning prom literally the day before? <laughs> I guess TV show SVH Kids aren't as crazy for admin as the book SVH Kids. <laughs> that is true. Those book kids would have had everything fucking straightened out and ironclad. Two months before the dance, <laughs> while organising four other dances at the same time. <laughs> well, Pippi Ann Shirley shared one of her uh, prom memories um, when she said, I went to my graduation dance. I thought prom was about graduation and having a party, but SVH has taught me otherwise. <laughs> I mean, same. Yeah, truly. <laughs> um, I always thought it was sort of the equivalent of what we call the Debs. The Debs, yeah. Yeah, which is like a similar sort of party 
for a bunch of school leaving teenagers. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Pippi Ann uh, said that uh, she went there by myself after dumping my latest and not last. Not last, alas, asshole boyfriend, because my grandmas had an intervention with me because they hated him so much. This is amazing. I love that so much. (laughs) What amazing grandmas. They're just like, absolutely the fuck not. We are uniting in this. Well, she says, so did my friends, but I never learned anything from that feedback. She says, stag prom chicks unite. Yes, love that. Good for you. Um, so, yes, do keep uh, sharing your thoughts. You also shared your thoughts about Winston. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did. Anyway. <laughs> Thankfully, I was not left hanging on that. <laughs> uh, because, yes, we put up a little video of just Winston being cute at first. And then it's it's oh yeah, it's Lila's kind of rant about him and, and all the different yeah. things he got up to at the last dance. But <laughs> the caption that I wrote voluntarily was hands up if you would eat chocolate covered raisins from Winston's hand like a horsey. <laughs> and lots of you would too. So that's nice to know. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? Hillary did say, okay, lads, this is now officially a Winston thirst account. <laughs> True. Yeah, no lies detected. <laughs> just every two weeks when we do a PBA episode, it's just, isn't Winston amazing? He's so handsome. <laughs> well, Leo 101 said, as if he wouldn't have a date. Oh, Lila, you sweet summer child. <laughs> I did like that uh, Robot X Pixie said, those are all reasons why I would ask Winston to prom. <laughs> These various shenanigans of singing along to a Chipmunks Hanukkah album and whatnot. <laughs> Never a dull moment. Never. (laughs) Well, Pi Beat Alpha Sisters, thank you for joining us along uh, the winding and very strange road that was season (laughs) two of this ridiculous TV program. (laughs) Um, We really, really appreciate you supporting us. And uh, we do very much enjoy watching this series. I, I feel we're watching it with you, with you all. It's a, it's a collective affair. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, thank you so much for supporting us in this uh, in this year. And we know that everybody is like, it's not a, not a time where people have a lot of cash to splash mm. around, but we do really appreciate you uh, sh- supporting the show financially and uh, as well as, you know, sharing your thoughts mm. with us, which That's we very it. much enjoy. Yes, we love your comments are always amazing. So please do keep them coming uh, and yeah, sending us stuff because you're all fucking hilarious. <laughs> so thank you, everybody. And uh, of course, we will see you in the main feed next week. Oh my God. For a very special episode. <laughs> so exciting. Like what a Christmas episode to finish out the year on because I'm... Oh my God, I can't wait to get into it. <laughs> oh, we're going to have the jingle bells. We will be in a studio together, <gasps> listeners. First time in ages. Oh. Like, it's been so long since we've actually done this, like, in person in yeah. the same room. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be bringing the jingle bells and we may have another little surprise for you at the you start of know. the show. You mm. never know. Might bring in a sneaky can or two. Let's see oh, if we can get yes. past the lads and his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Stinking out the studio again with our onion dip. <laughs> We wrecking the gaff. <laughs> the usual. This is why we weren't let in for the last one. <laughs> it's not true. They're very nice. <laughs> no, they're 
very nice. And the studio is lovely. As yes. those of you who came to our live event back in the mists of time. Oh, God. Back in 2019? Jesus. <laughs> Maybe we'll do another one in 2020. We should, yeah. It's been too long. Maybe Louise would, uh, would Louise O'Neill would come back and <gasps> join us for another another special. Um, I mean, have we run out of easily accessible specials? <laughs> well, we still have lots of um, super thrillers to get through. Oh, so that's you know, true. There's and, those two. Yeah, mm. and uh, Louise does know her way around a super thriller. So Louise, the invitation is open to you, <laughs> but uh, don't feel under any pressure. No, no pressure. We're <laughs> just literally talking out loud here. <laughs> But uh, Pipey the Alpha Sisters, if you would like to support a fellow Sweet Valley fan, Louise's latest book, Idol, uh, which was out earlier this year, is absolutely fantastic. Oh so God. it's so good. I was I read it on holidays and I was literally just stuck on a, like a lovely little lounger by the pool for the, for the oh. entire day. I couldn't leave. I was just like, no, I have to see what happens. <laughs> so oh, good. I stayed up so late finishing it. I was just, yeah. and my heart was racing. So, uh, <laughs> just bet into it. It's so good. Yes. Excellent uh, reading if you're feeling, if you're in a Christmas sort of, in the lull period. Mm. It'll, it'll keep you gripped. Um, so uh, yeah, we, we always like to, you know, share the, the art of other people who understand the appeal of the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High. <laughs> um, so uh, yes, that might also keep you going while you wait for uh, for our next episode because obviously we will be taking a little break over the hmm. festive season, but not for too long. No, I think, yeah, we're going to take January off like we did at the start of this year because yeah, it's it's lovely doing this, doing a show every week, but it's also lots of work. It is. It's nice to just take a little break and recharge for a bit. So we will be back in, uh, well, we'll be in the main feed next week Mm. for part two of The Evil Twin. (laughs) (laughs) I know that they're just ready to go at your At all times. You just never know when there's going to be a jingle bell emergency. (laughs) Indeed. But we will see you all, our Pi Beta Alpha sisters, in the clubhouse in 2023 Jesus. That's, like a, that's like a year from demolition man or something that's just not Isn't real it's it like, so futuristic <laughs> so futuristic that simply can't be real life i don't I accept it <laughs> well we'll see you in that brave new world <laughs> while we find out oh God, uh, what happens <laughs> when <laughs> The Sweet Valley Gang, whatever that may consist of now, now so Look, many of the originals have left. It's like the fucking sugar babes at this stage. Who even knows who's going <laughs> to pop up now? <laughs> Maybe it'll come full circle like the sugar babes and, uh, and like the OG David. core group back <laughs> for grand finale. Well, we will see God knows who <laughs> in Mexico yep. <laughs> when we find out what happens when Latin. Lila 2.0 I don't know what mm. we're going to call her yeah, and we have to workshop G- that <laughs> <laughs> well that's what we'll, what we'll do over the January break <laughs> we'll, whoever she is we'll find mm. out what happens when she and Jessica uh, experience much ado about nachos mm-hmm. see you then Pi Beta Alpha sisters yeah, have an amazing Christmas and New Year's and all those things. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>
This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.